Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Trucked Up Podcast. We're going to be discussing Hispanic Heritage Month and discussing a little bit about the Hispanic community. Roy, would you like to start first and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Roy Munguia. I work at General Motors, work in the paint department. Been with GM since 1994. And all been involved uh, in many things there at the at the plant, and um, happy to be here. Go ahead, Rick. Your turn. Uh, Ricardo Garza. I'm in the trim department. Been working here 14 years. Uh, I don't know what else should I say. You don't cut this shit out. Leave that in. Leave that in. Just say where you started off. What year you started? Where you started off? I started in uh, 08. Got hired in. In what September twenty second, been in trim ever since. I've been in various committees. Uh, now I'm just part of Lockla right now. I was just gonna jump in for uh, Garza over here and say that he likes to play golf. He's not very good. No, he'd no, do better man. if he just threw the ball. <laughs> I call it drinking. <laughs> so yeah, we got Brian here with us again. He's our uh, co-host for today. And now uh, Rolando. Oh, Rolando Acevedo. I work at. Goodyear commercial. How long you been with uh, Goodyear? One year. Yeah. One year? Yeah. Where did you work before that? Blue Beacon Truck Wash. 16 years. Oh, wow. Rolando's actually, uh, well, he's he doesn't like to brag about himself or anything like that. Very, you know, soft-spoken and, uh, you know, but he's a big guy, man. He's a little intimidating. <laughs> she got all the tattoos and everything. And he's a big dude. He's part of the Life's Too Low, Lowrider Club. And uh, we'll be discussing uh, about the Lowrider Club with him, too. And he's also, uh, you were born and raised in Fort Wayne as well, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Where'd you go to school at? Elmhurst. Okay. Kikiangu, Fairfield. Southside, Guyer Middle School. (laughs) That's me. So let's, uh, actually, we want to talk a little bit about uh, LACLA. You guys, you actually, Roy and Rick, you guys have both been in LACLA, correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. Now, who's been in there longest? Me. I, yeah. I, I think I have. I've been there. He's older. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a member since uh, 1997. I've been a member of LACLA and um, done a lot of different things with LACLA. I've been to their conferences, been to protests with them, uh, been to their workshops. I mean, they've got a lot of good things that uh, they offer, and, uh, you know, it's just an overall good organization to be part of what is LACLA what is that LCLA what does it stand for it stands for labor council for latin american advancement and it's recognized by the UAW it's it's benefits on its own uh, because the since the UAW recognizes it it's kind of a, an easy transition to uh, want to participate in their activities with the UAW's blessing so you got a lot of hispanics and latinos in there right yes sir Represents about 2 million Latino workers. And part of growing our union is to be diverse and get in there, right? Yes, sir. Right. So what kind of events have you gone to? Uh, Me, I've been to numerous events, but I can talk about my first event. Um, There was a uh, LACLA conference in Chicago, and um, it was my first conference going to this, to the LACLA conference. And uh, they said, hey, we're going to do a protest for Gap of Gap stores. Um, there at the time, Gap was buying uh, sweatshop textiles uh, from Latin American countries such as Nicaragua, uh, El Salvador, and we wanted to bring light that hey, they're using child labor sweatshops for their for their clothing. So we went to I can't remember if it was in the Millennium Mile or wherever it was uh, there in Chicago, but it was in downtown Chicago. 
um, we went in there with another organization to bring light of it. We uh, went in there, protested inside the uh, Gap stores. Of course, we got, all got kicked out, but we were bringing attention to this. And when we were getting kicked out, the Chicago police was there with paddy wagons ready to take us in. But, you know, it was more of a it was a disruptive but peaceful protest. And uh, we got some things uh, we didn't I don't think we got anything resolved, but we sure shed light on it because there was a bunch of people there, you know, shopping and all that. And they were wondering to know what we were protesting about. And I had pulled some people over and said, hey, you know, Gap is buying textiles from sweatshops that use uh, sweatshop labor and child labor. So it was just trying to put the put the message out there. And people don't even realize we we have sweatshops here in the United States as well. Oh yes, sir. And with all the immigrants coming in, a lot of uh, rich people tend to exploit them. So that was good. That was a good cause. And what about you, Rick? Uh, my first. Well, I've been part of Lock Love since uh, I want to say 2010 or 2011. So it's been over 10 years since I've been part of them. Uh, my first experience is when we went to uh, Washington D.C. Got an opportunity to to go to the Senate and talk to the Indiana representatives, ask them some questions. And I actually did my first protest. I can't quite remember what the protest was, but it was my first protest ever. <laughs> and we walked like at least, man, we had a police escort. We did about a mile or more walking. That was a nice workout, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. But, yeah, that was my first experience. And uh, I mean, it was great, man. I mean, just being able to see, you know, how the Senate works and, you know, what the process is of, uh, you know, communicating with them. So you met your senator. Do you know what, what you guys were discussing? So long it's been about eight years. He yeah. acting like he old as hell and shit. I'm old. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I'm like, old. You know, he only... <laughs> I know we talked to a few other people from different uh, states around us too. That uh, we went and talked to them about. It was all basically the same thing. They were just trying to teach us the process was of how to get to people and talk to them and, and get your voice heard. The last time I went to uh, D.C. was when um, Medicare and Medicaid couldn't negotiate. The AARP mm-hmm. supported it. So when I went down there, all the union guys were burning their AARP cards and stuff, or they're throwing it in a big trash bin in, in really? Congress. Yeah. Wow. I do want to add that you do not have to be Latino to join LACLA. Yeah. You yeah, can, you, you, can you, don't, you can be any any race, color, whatever. You can just join. If you want to f- join the fight, you're more than welcome. Yeah, last time I went, because you guys invited me to go. That's when Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico. Right. And so I was honored to go, and I was honored to be part of LACLA. I didn't realize what it really was. I was always asked to join, 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 but I never knew what it really was. So when I went with you guys to Puerto Rico, I was amazed of the solidarity, mm-hmm. the unity, and the diversity. Because like you said, it wasn't just Hispanics. It wasn't yeah. just Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. Yeah. It was everybody. So I was like, oh, wow. I was caught off guard. And then when you got to see everyone and you see their union badges on them there were like 35 different unions there yeah it was a lot there was a lot i think we filled that whole hotel up right there mm-hmm. i think we had it all sold up how long were you guys gone for about a week yeah and it was like 35 locals i'm gonna say about 300 people yeah right and then we had five tasks we had to do so first we learned about puerto rico and then we had the casa rosana and then you had the nurses that went to some small town and had this rundown building. I mean, the building was mm-hmm. where we saw the picture. I'm like, I'm looking like, what are they going to do in there? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then you had uh, the skilled trades that were going to fix a bridge, the right? Bridge, yeah, the bridge work. Yeah, yeah, the bridge and the river. The river yeah. was blocking the river, right? Because yeah. all this stuff was caving in. 
I know we did that protest against the, uh, yeah, the teachers are protesting. Yeah, we did that walk. That was a long walk. That was a big, that was a big, we had a lot of people. We man. had a lot, hundreds. I think people just started joining our, off the streets that they weren't, weren't even with us. They started joining us, man. That was huge. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful walk, too, because we went old San Juan. Yeah. And we saw, you know, that cobblestone road and everything. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was. But when we went to Casa Rosana, that was just amazing. We had like well over 300 people at the convention. And then we took at least, I think it was like three buses, man, two or three buses that we filled up. And we had every trade imaginable. We had hospital workers. We had hotel workers. We had UAW members. All of us went to the school, and we actually rebuilt the school in one day. Mm-hmm. Like what, about four buildings? It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, four buildings. We painted all four buildings. Did the tile and a whole bunch of the rooms there. Um what else did we do, man? I know we cleaned up the yards. We were picking up the trash around the yards. Yeah, we picked up the yards, and uh, we put all the doors in. A lot mm-hmm. of the doors were missing. Yeah. We retiled the floors. We did the kitchen. Yeah. We didn't get to do the electrical. This was a, a school that was given to them because Casa Rosana is, is really for girls with girls with like autism and stuff like that. And they were left to the streets. They were abandoned by their parents and left to the streets to drugs, alcohol, pimps. And um, they were abused, abandoned. And Casa Rosana takes them in and helps them. So Hurricane Maria actually destroyed their building, totally destroyed it. So they had nowhere to go. So in Puerto Rico, they were eliminating some of these schools that were abandoned. So they gave the school to Casa Rosana. The thing was that they gave it to them. And then what did they do? All that tile, they put all the tiles in one room, all the cement in one room, everything they needed, and said, okay, fix your school. But it was like everybody, when we got there, man, people formed a line and just started just handing off. We got all Ten self-organized. All. Oh, man. man. Everybody just, and they just handed yeah. all the tiles to everybody. Man, we ran out of cement. And these guys that do tile, that do masonry and all that stuff, I mean, they were making cement. These guys were, they were, were not going to leave that building yeah. until that tile floor for that kitchen was done. Yeah, it's fastest i ever seen tile get laid down. Fastest ever. When we first walked in, you had the Puerto Rican flag there. And you had the American flag. They're all just moldy, tattered, and beat up. And this is a year later. And nobody took it down. So you had these one guys from, I forgot what local it was. They, the minute they saw that flag, they were so distraught. They took it down and put new ones up. I still got pictures of the flag. Cause I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if it was you or, or Manuel that was uh, standing by and I took a picture of it. Because it was just so destroyed. It was just crazy. There's a picture on YouTube, too. I think you're on it, too. Oh, really? There's a video, actually. I think you were painting. We were painting over that oh, mural. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All these people, it was amazing. It was just, it, I mean, you couldn't help but to tear up. I mean, all these people, I mean, we did so much. So then uh, the young ladies actually put on a show for us. You know, the dance and music. It was beautiful. It was beautiful seeing these girls out there, you know, doing their best. And, and they had the Puerto Rican garb on, the dress. Yeah. And they were doing a dance for us. And then they served us food. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the food was great, too. It was awesome. So they put I think this, um, what you guys just explained was just a testament of what Lachlan does, you know, in a nutshell. I know this is, it was a, uh, a disaster, but as you said, it was just like, this is a year after the hurricane hit. So, I mean, this is just one example of what Lachlan is doing, not only in the community, but also doing, you know, in disaster zones. And it helps to build our union, yes. the UAW, right? Yep. Um, I mean, you know, it, and it's not just UAW members. Like you guys said, it's all walks of life. 
um, that come into LACLA, and, and that's what they do is they, you know, disperse their members to um, get things done. Now, Roy, your father, you actually joined with your father, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, my dad's a uh, retiree of the UAW. Uh, he got me into it um, and uh, in 97, actually, when I told him I was doing this podcast. Uh, I was trying to get some feedback about, you know, um, when we joined and all that, and, man, he knew it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. man, I couldn't remember, but he did. He G- remembered. Give us your dad's name. That way he knows when he hears this. Hey, Dad, Rogelio Munguia. This there is he is. Senior. Senior. <laughs> now, everybody knows I don't really talk much Spanish. And Chewy, no, no, no. Rolando, his nickname's Chewy, and he doesn't talk much no, either. No, no. So, you go get any Spanish out of here, you go get it from Rick and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> You know I know how to roll their tongues like that. I <laughs> hey, b- before we get off that Puerto Rico uh, trip, I done drove in L.A. I done drove in Mexico. No. Puerto Rican traffic is crazy. <laughs> I thought I was going to die on that bus. And now someone was like, this is the way they drive. I was like, holy shh. I was like, man, I thought I was going to die on Yo, the bus. Remember that Uber? Man, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. The flat tire, bro. Oh, this lady actually made us walk on the highway. Yeah, I mean, she got a flat tire, bro. I and, forgot all about and she that. She kicked y'all out. She was like, "Get out!" She was like, "Call another Uber." I was like, "What?" <laughs> we were literally. Thank God we were right by the exit, but we walked and we we walked the rest of the way to the hotel. Man, it was so humid. Yeah, Yo, you was, open that door to that van and you just hear. <laughs> whew, are you serious? The car is just flying. I mean, because you they go around 90, 100 miles an hour. Now. You know, like you it's said, Puerto they, Rican Autobahn. It's crazy. Oh my god, it's worse than New York City. And I thought the lady was gonna stay there until somebody came and fixed her tire. She took off, bro, on a on flat, a flat tire. tire. She took off. I was like, that's some BS right there. But it was terrible, man. We walked the whole. My story. We ended up walking straight to the hotel, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I was sweating bullets, man. I was wearing <laughs> jeans, bro, and in this hot ass weather. <laughs> I was mad. I was like, man, because I didn't have the Uber app. I was like, it, I think Manny had the Uber app, yeah, and Manny I was I'm like, order another Uber, man. But <laughs> he was like, no, we good. We walk. I was like, that Manny didn't want to come off no money. That's what <laughs> I would have cashed out. <laughs> How you forget a story like that, man? I forgot all about it, man. That was crazy, bro. My aunt actually picked me up. It was, I think, it was the next day after Rosanna. We had a day to ourselves, so my aunt came and picked me up, and she's taking me through the mountains and through the these little towns and she's like you see that she's like you see how you can see all these houses she's like you couldn't see that before it was all full of green it was just all she's like the hurricane stripped everything away Mm. she's like you just see all the devastation the abandoned houses it was sad so she takes me to her house and my uncle's sitting on the stoop on his little table you know he's feeding his little birds you know my uncle's like 70 some years old Mm. he's feeding his little birds because he retired so he's retired bought a house in puerto rico so I'm talking to him, chilling out, chilling out with him, and then my aunt comes out with us, and we have these little Heinekens. And he gives me a little Heineken. I'm like, hey, what's that? I'm like, that's so small. He's like, well, it's pretty hot out here. By the time you're done with that, mm-hmm. it'll be good. So we were drinking little shots of Grand Marnier. So I'm thinking, he gave me a shot of Grand Marnier. I go, I guzzle that thing. He's looking at me like, what? <laughs> you're supposed to sip, sip on Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, a guzzler. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, you know, just the first one. I had to get in my palate. <laughs> then he was telling me about the stories with the hurricane. That Now, they had these metal shutters that closed their windows and the door. But it didn't close the front door. They didn't have one on the front door. So they were hiding in the room, and they were looking at the door, hoping the door went. They were worried that the door was going to shoot right out because the door was pulsating. So my uncle went and held the door. This is a 70, almost 80-year-old guy holding the door for mm. hours. Wow. 
And so he ended up passing away like a year later. So that bottle of Grand Marnier I have over there, yeah, that's dedicated to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. So what else we got to talk about then? I mean, just like I, I keep going back to it, you know, Lakla is just trying to make a difference, man. They're making strides. They're trying to make strides in the in the Latino community as, as well as, uh, uh, you know, with union membership. You know, Latinos have the highest rate of poverty. Lower, uh, they get lower paid than average workers. Over a third of Latino immigrants and 40% of Latino women uh, earn less than the minimum wage. So, I mean, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, puts a little damper in my heart and the passion, you know, to try to uplift everybody that I, that I can. And But that's just part of the mission that, that kind of drives me to, to stay in LACLA and to, uh, and to try to, you know, do what I can. That's amazing. We are trying to start a Fort Wayne chapter. Yes. So we need, uh, I believe, four or five different unions to get together. So if anybody... Anybody wants to join from different unions, um, I don't know if you got some information so they can hit us up, uh, if we can put it out there or something, because I got the applications. Um, we can just meet up, fill out the app, or you can just go on the LACLA uh, website and, and, and do that. But I'm I'm trying to send out the pamphlet with everybody at once. That way we can get the, the chart. Now, originally, the I didn't know it was, it was different unions. Yeah. I didn't know you had to have like five different unions in it. Yeah. 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 To start a chapter, and this is, you know, we're in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's the second largest city in in Indiana. So I mean, it shouldn't really be. I'm not gonna say it shouldn't be hard, but you know, it, it, there should be a chapter here. Well, after Corona, man, everything is like difficult. It's, yeah, it's that's hard. true. I that's mean, true. I yeah. mean, a lot of things did slow down in the last yeah. two years. Yeah, and then people got used to being in the house, or people are just consumed with other things that they don't want to bother. And yeah. I understand yeah, it. Everybody just wants to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the families at times, you know, but, but being involved and being active, what it helps your family, yes. it helps you to do for your family, it helps mm-hmm. you to create more for your community and, and, and your extended family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Help other people. And we actually have a UAW represented on the board of LACLA too, don't we? Yes, we yeah. do. What's his name again? Is George Rodriguez? Yeah, Jorge Rodriguez. Yeah, oh, he went with that Spanish Jorge. Jorge, <laughs> he wrote his tongue better than that. Though. Telemundo, Sábado <laughs> Gigante con Johnny Canales. I got that information brought up. Uh, www.lclaa.org. Uh, you can donate. You can join. Um, check out the website. When the last time I did it was what twenty five dollars for the year, wasn't it? I think to it's be a member. I think it's twenty. Twenty dollars $20 a year. That I mean, you know, to join something for twenty bucks a year, psh, that's a deal. Mm. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, if y'all join, um, we can uh, send the, the paperwork off to Lakla and get the chapter going. It's uh, twenty dollars for a union member, associated members twenty, retired members ten, student members five, executive board members one fifty. That's the membership application fees. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Man, he's Brian. on it. He's, he's on, on it, it, isn't he? Yeah. You're like Google. Yeah. <laughs> he did that beer run yesterday, yeah. too, though. He's still good. He's Brian yeah. and Google. I'm moving a little he's slow after that. But. He's, he got the, what was the award you won? Yeah, what'd you win yesterday, Brian? First to puke. First to puke. <laughs> wow. Should have had first to take his shirt off, too. <laughs> no micheladas for me today. Not at all. <laughs> It was bright outside yesterday. With <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> farmer's tan. Oh, 
So good he has stuff. a he has a hernia too, right? Oh man. So I'm surprised he didn't ask a, anybody. Hey, touch it. See if oh, this hurts. I was waiting on that, but now I can't. So <laughs> thanks for thanks for ruining that. I got a fake hip and a hernia. Yeah, oh man. man, and you still did that I'm, beer mile? I'm still doing it. Man, man that's dedication. Uh, I was. Well, he was a trying to help. Living it, living the dream, huh? Man, he was pasty. He was very oh, pasty. Oh man, he I I seen I seen that video and I was like, man, he's man I, it, I didn't know we were doing a comedy skit today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave it to Brian though. He he knows no stranger and he makes a good time of it anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. I remember Brian when he was brand spanking new. Yeah. You so, were my committee man. Yeah. Yep. So man, absolutely man. right off the bat. That's when I was skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were all skinny back then. You know? No, but, we're all rare, assuming all the time, but we're kind of forgetting about Chewy over here. Yeah, yeah. Chewy, we need Chewy, your input. Chewy, we, need, we need your input. We you need know. to know what you do, what the, where you from, what's this car club talking about? You need a shot of tequila or what? No. I'll hit you up. Get, you sure? We're going on I'll what? Get four months. I'll get one. Who wants one? Yeah. <laughs> we're going on four months with the car club. Low, uh, life's too low. Uh, you guys just started, right? You see, you said yeah, four, it's four months ago. Four months right? now. Yeah, we just started. Where's the original chapter out of? Uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. And who's uh, who's the president of the chapter out there? Chewy's the main guy, man. Yeah. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about Chewy? Yeah, Chewy's um, he's a good guy, man. He um, he's like me. He don't like to no titles. You know, we're all the same. We're family. Um, we're building something good. So, uh, Gilbert and uh, David. They started it back in 1979, and then they let Chewy um, take it over in 2013. Then they blessed us over in Fort Wayne, first time ever. They let somebody else have the name. It originated in Indianapolis, and it stood in Indianapolis, and didn't grow from there. They no, kept no, it no. There yep. and just made it a tight knit family. Yeah, family over there. Yep. So no titles. No titles. You guys are so humble. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no better than the brother next to me. So that's cool. That's cool. Man of few words, but a lot of action. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and he's young too. I yeah. just realized, man, he's younger than what? all of us. All of the oldest one though. Ain't How old are you? Yeah. Uh, Thirty-four. Man, you know what I give to be thirty-four. Man, and he's already been through a lot in life. Oh uh, yeah. So where'd you grow up? Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What part of town? Southside, Butler Street, Butler Block. <laughs> he was a knucklehead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> knucklehead, running the streets. It's a good man on the streets. It was him, man. We we all were, man. All knuckleheads, yeah. Oh yeah, you and Rolando, y'all chewed the same streets, didn't y'all? Yeah, but I was just ten years before him. <laughs> yeah, paving the way. I used, to, I, used to, I, used to, I used to drive by him when he was on the big wheel. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet it was lowered. <laughs> oh man, you ain't lying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Mm. So Rick, what made you join? Made me join. I wanted to. I, I seen what he was doing with the other car club, and he was helping out people. You know, giving out uh, candy for uh, trunk or treats and giving out gifts for um, Christmas. You know, to, to kids that needed it, and that really wanted to get. I really wanted to get involved into that. And ever since I haven't really been doing anything else uh, with the committees yet lately, I wanted to get some involved in something else. Well, you've always been involved. You always you're big on giving. You yeah, always, you know you got a huge heart. I mean, so, you and Roy. I mean, no. and what's cool about Roy too though, and and everybody at this table is pretty damn humble. You know what I'm saying? We have one crazy guy, Brian, and stuff, <laughs> but he's humble in his ways too. Mm -hmm. But Roy, I mean, you you you're pretty much like a mentor to everybody, and you're an educator. 
I mean, and you just did graduate too. Um, you have your graduate degree, right? Yeah, yeah. I just finished a master's degree and um, just finished it this past May, actually. Oh, congratulations, man! Thanks. Yes, sir. Now, Roy, proud you know, of me, Roy's always <laughs> been a teacher. Every time we go out to an event, like we went to Michigan, Michigan together. Now we have some stories we can't air on podcast, <laughs> but we went to Michigan together, and Roy is just always constantly teaching, even. Through the good times, the boring times, whatever else, he's just constantly teaching and a mentor to everybody. And he's a wealth of knowledge. I appreciate that. Yeah, you motivated me, my brother, to, uh, to get more involved. And when you came to me, he was like, join join this, join that. And I was like, all right, man. Well, I mean. And I, you, you pushed me, brother. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I just trying to, you know, I, from, you know, just from the early years, man, I've always, you know, looked up to guys that always dropped knowledge. And, and I've always tried to do that same deal is drop the knowledge and then you know and then see you know once you drop it see guys that take it and and go with it just like you rick that's why you're a great coach i appreciate that. that's why how many championships you got with that girl basketball team with the girls basketball team i got three championships with nice. the girls basketball team right. yeah you didn't tell you but you're a coach too yeah yeah, yeah. well i coach uh football correct yeah football and basketball well with the football i've got uh three championships with them as well three championships with the girls so that's the that's my passion. That's what I like to do. I like to coach, but uh, you coach for uh, Woodside, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm the head coach at Woodside, and then uh, also, uh, well, I wouldn't say head coach. I, I coach at Woodside. Me and another guy, um, he's a UAW member too, uh, Tony Depew. I mean, really, I couldn't do it without that guy as he's well. A good guy. And uh, uh, me and him, we coach there at Woodside. Also, I coach at at Homestead as well. And then my Side gig from the coaching is I coach uh, seventh grade girls basketball at Woodside. And you want to talk about something that's really enjoyable. Coaching girls is really enjoyable because they listen. (laughs) 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 But anyway, that's enough about me, man. I, I, you know, I just try to do what I can and try to uplift and try to drop some knowledge and, and try to get people involved. That's the great thing about being a UAW and being in a plant that we're in with 4,000 members. I mean, sometimes it's miserable as hell in there. Mm-hmm. It really is. But when you get to actually know each other and get to see what other people do, I mean, some things are amazing, you know? Some things aren't, too. But some things <laughs> oh, are yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easy to see the negative in a lot of things. But sometimes, you know, I think the bright spots is with the people that step back and look at all the all the positives. Now, Chewy... What made you what, what open your heart to go ahead and, and do the chunk of treats and help um, people in your community? Uh, just from when I was a kid, you didn't have much, you know, nobody look up to, but really negative. Just do positive with the community. And I feel like the kids are our future. So, you know, just if we can help out and give them somebody to look up to. Then. Now, you also have a wife that actually uh, makes sure you, you're on the right path. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, she's uh, she works for the sheriff's department, so she keeps me. Yeah, she, keeps me. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's my rock, man. So that's good. That's good. Everybody needs their rock, right? Speaking of uh, tr- uh, trunk or treat, guys, uh, October eighth, we're uh, we're doing trunk or treat. You guys ought to come out, bring your cars, okay. just hang out. You know what it's like. As long as it ain't raining, I'm there. Yeah, we got one um October 29th that we're setting up ours. So yeah, we'll be there. Our education committee will be there. Yeah. We'll set up. Um, I'll probably bring the Mustang, or I'm not bringing my bikes. So. <laughs> it's not bike or treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's invited, man. You know, Where's yours at? Where's your trunk or treat? Uh, it's going to be in the Plaza Jungle, Georgia's. Okay. So uh, we just got okay to do that. So Cool. Cool. 
Uh, you also uh, do an event or a fundraiser thing for uh, a young girl with cancer, correct? Yeah, Olivia. Um, she dances with my daughter. That's how we met. And it's two years now. So um, she was supposed to go to Disney and she couldn't um, for the COVID stuff. And mm-hmm. I got with uh, Tommy from Brothers Keepers and we did like a parade for her for her birthday. So. Was, was that with the Make-A-Wish Foundation? No, 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 no. no That's just, just, just us. Just we just us. did it. Oh, okay. and, uh, we just did it. I mean, when cruise. she was going to go to Disney or? Uh, no, I think they just raised money for her to go to. Oh. Yeah. To uh, to go to Disney, but yeah, we just last two years have been doing a cruise for her, so she likes the cars and we like to come out for That's her. Cool. So she gets in the cars and everything too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she hasn't gone to uh, Disney World yet, then, right? No, I don't know about Disney. Uh, oh, yeah, she did go. She went. She did to, go? Yeah, she went to. Uh, they sent her over there, and uh, she they had, she just dressed up as a princess from Frozen. The Frozen. Princess. Uh, yeah, that's good. So yeah. she yeah. Ellie or Elsa. Elsa, yeah, yeah. She dressed up with Elsa. She was a little princess. Roy knows it all, teaching him <laughs> girls basketball. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> I hear it. And yeah. plus, I have a daughter too, so. Yeah, she was a. They dressed up as a princess, and she. Yeah, at her birthday party, she just had a bunch of princesses for her. That's good. That's great. That's great. So, actually, what made you get into the lowriding scene? created your passion for lowriders oh um when i was growing up my brother he adam he he had lowriders and just being around those guys man this is kept me out of trouble and just they're just a brotherhood that you can't explain unless you're part of it you know hey um, low, low riding's coming back big yeah time. yeah you can see it, the it, difference it, 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 i didn't want to say it died off but it it I mean, you think about it. Lowrider, the Lowrider magazine used to have car shows in Chicago, Indianapolis, yep. all the big cities almost. And now they they do Colorado, Atlanta, uh, Denver, uh, Atlanta, uh, Vegas. Uh, I won't. I don't know if they still do Los Angeles or not, but they they only do like less than five or six shows a year. Before right. it was like every city, man. So you think now it's coming back? It's starting. Yeah, to come it's back. coming back. I mean, it's a matter of time. Around here, it's yeah, a matter of time that they just, they start seeing that all these clubs are starting their own car shows. It's a matter of time that they're gonna have to try to do something. Now, what's the difference? You got the air ride. The air oh, ride things now, man. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you, you with the hydraulics, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah. Air, ride, air ride is like it's like slow. slow. Yeah, you know, you just wherever you want to, whatever you just want to change the look of your car, you do the air ride. But if you want to make a hop, it's hydraulics. Now, well, you got differences, too, though, because you got some that, like, hop all the way to the butt end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they got their trunks on the floor. Like the radical hop. Yeah. Or so, yeah. That's different, though, isn't it? Is that a little bit different setup? Oh, yeah, yeah. They got, like, piston pumps, and they got more batteries. and That's expensive, too. Yeah, man. yeah. They, it's, that's expensive hop right there. They got I, these ones, man, that, 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 what they call eroticas, the ones that, remember, like, the, the Black the Widow? Dancers. And, and dance. And yeah, yeah. They used to have one that's called the Black Widow or the, was it the Joker or something? Joker, yeah. Joker for Reds. Then Paula back in the day, yeah. Oh, man, they used to just, like, literally be all four tires be off the ground and just. I mean, don't you have to do anything structural to the. You got to reinforce the, the frame. I mean, I mean, uh, just knowledge of that is, is crazy. Now, you guys do a lot of your work in your garages and stuff like that? or you... I, I'm learning it, man. You know, really? I know guys that do it, and I'm learning a lot. I mean, because it's expensive. Past year, I just, yeah, I'm trying to say. If you don't myself. have friends that know how to do the work, it, it'll get expensive because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no shops here. I mean, there's one, what it was the Marcus's, yeah, the hop spot, the, yeah, hop spot. They got a shop, but if you're not like tied in with the lowriders, 
you know, you, you're trying to go, you have to go to a big city to, to you know, even know about it. I mean, if you hear wins, oh, this guy does it, okay, you go over there, he'll hook you up. But over here, you, you got the car clubs that are like, oh, don't worry about it, man, bring your car. You just sit there, drink a beer or whatever, and they'll fix your car. Oh, man. You know? That's, it's like, yeah, that's how it's family, like family, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like family. Yeah. Different names, but we're the same, bro. You know, one breaks down, we all stop and help. You know? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's good, you know, because, you know, being new to Fort Wayne, right when I came here, I met Rick. And so uh, we became really good friends. And um, and I got to learn the culture more and the good food. Because <laughs> in New York, you know, you, you would think that you know, we had good Mexican food. But I'm like, man, he took me to, uh, what, the taco shop? Yeah. Which one? Uh, Taqueria Coahuila. Oh, okay. Oh, man. That was, man, I'm like, yo, this is real food. This is, I'm like, man, what the hell? I'm eating that Tex-Mex kind of, you know, like yeah, chain yeah, restaurants. Man. And I'm just, I'm going to town. And then that coconut, what is it, on pineapple drink? Oh, uh, yeah. The piña? Yeah. Piña. Oh, the piña. Yeah. I know Spanish, so you got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> tell you, the next spot is uh, uh, Tacos Pacos. You got to try them out there, Bob. I ain't trying to remember that one that you guys took me to, oh, that no. gas station one. Oh, my God. Man, well, that's how we know if it's good or not, man. You got to go over there and go eat. And then see how it comes out. Yeah, man. I ain't <laughs> never going to. I'm never going to eat. I'm never going to eat that again and go football practice again. Oh, man. But, but yeah, you know, I, I I got to learn the Mexican community here because in Buffalo is is all Puerto Ricans. I had one really really good friend that taught me and uh, guided me through the streets. His name was Compi. He was a Mexican guy, and uh, he had his lowrider. He was the first one to have his lowrider with the hydros and everything, and uh, he was a really good guy. But uh, yeah, I didn't see any Hispanics. I didn't even see anything that you guys do here. I didn't see. I was looking. Maybe there was a parade because you have so many Hispanics here. I mean, what's what's the demographic here for Hispanics? It's like uh, didn't I write it down in here? So what? Fort Wayne facts. You have four hundred and forty-one thousand Hispanics in Fort Wayne, Indiana alone. So that makes up six point seven percent of of the population of Fort Wayne. In Allen County, twenty-six thousand, and uh, seven point two percent of the population. So we got quite a few, you know, Hispanics, Latinos, you know, mm-hmm. but. It seems like we're not doing enough for the communities. And you know with politics, we all know politics. People know you by the numbers and what you do. Mm-hmm. We need to get out there and do do more. It's hard when everybody's looking out for their own, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. But you guys do. I mean, one thing that did inspire me, and I don't know if it was part of your, your, your clubs or the guys you hang with, though. It was a few years back. It was Hispanic Heritage Month, and I had just came back from, uh, from New York. And I didn't see anything going on here. So I look on Facebook, and all of a sudden I see, a, you know, I think it was Manny, as I'll do it. Uh, he was posting, a, and you you guys went to a, you were parked in some lot, and you guys had all the cars there, and you guys were going on a ride and everything and to celebrate Hispanic heritage. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was amazing. I was like, oh, man, these guys all got together and doing something. I'm like, this is cool. And it's, that was all just from a post. Yeah, Somebody yeah, posted, post. hey, everybody yeah. meet up here. We're going to do a cruise for the Mexican Independence Day. And that was beautiful, this the neighborhood is the people getting together to do something. It's that like when we do Hispanic Heritage Month, it's everybody there. Yeah. You're getting to know the people in your community, regardless of who you are and what you are. And when you guys did all that, when you guys all got together like that, was amazing. I loved it. It was great. Because yeah. that's what it's about, really. Everybody. Should. I mean, it was, it, it, it was supposed to be for the, the Mexican Independence Day, but, man, it was just, you've seen all kinds of flags, man. Argentina. Brazilian flag. We seen everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people don't even know what Hispanic Heritage Month is. Right. And I was with that committee. Um, 
they was trying to get me to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, and I'm sitting here like, I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. To me, that's, I mean, yeah, it, it stands for something, but you go to where I was born in Loreto, in, in where my mom was born in Paras and, and all that, nobody celebrates that. I'm sitting here like, you know, the independence and, and the Latino heritage is in September. And that's like, well, let's do something then. But we never had it. We never got a chance to do anything then. But so your your parents, Mexican community really doesn't celebrate it, right? I ain't never met. Nobody's ever celebrated it. You? You celebrate? I mean, besides besides going out. <laughs> I mean, every, everybody. I mean, I don't. But people go to Mexican restaurants, drink margaritas and whatever. For Cinco de Mayo. It's cool. But I just never remember my mother ever telling me, oh, hey, it's Cinco de Mayo. We're going to go to Cara Nesada or something. You right. know what? that deal over here is no we never did that what do you guys celebrate what are the main holidays believe it or not we celebrate thanksgiving we, you know we straight born and raised in mexico but <laughs> you just you just you know you just adapt when you come here you know i don't know i came here when i was two years old i don't know when we started celebrating thanksgiving but we do i mean because we got a lot of thanks for it because we're here we're not over there struggling anymore day of the dead isn't that significant too? yeah day of the dead too that's when you, uh, you want to say in Spanish, Roy? You want to say in Spanish, Roy? Dia de los Muertos. Roll your eyes, eh? Roll your eyes. Rick, you say good too, eh, Rick? Dia de los Muertos. But yeah, we do celebrate that. A lot of family puts out the, you know, their dead family members' pictures out. Candles. You put some out that they enjoyed. You know, if they enjoyed a Coke every once in a while with with a with a corn shower or something, you mm. put it out there for them, you know. Yeah. Take a shot. You know? That's cool. They I like, remember yeah, that they like tequila or they yeah. got, they like Modelo or Corona. You put the Corona right there with the candle and just, you know, mm-hmm. celebrate their, their life. That's cool. Now, you guys, that static, it's not recording. It's just a static in your ear. You oh, okay, good. Ear. I'm over here trying to pull the cord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bending shit. Like, yeah. like it's a Nintendo cord. <laughs> like, like RCA wire in your car. Are you shit. bending it? <laughs> Get the next picture, though. Yeah, we- Hey, like, hey, like, ba- like back in the day when we used to have the little CD player and you plug the wire, the, the, oh, you put the man, tape you in, twist it. you put the tape in, uh-huh. and you got the CD player because you don't got the CD player. You got to pull out with the tape. Uh-huh. The pull out deck. Yeah, he just went way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to Walking in the mall with, with the pull out in your hand. I remember that. Those are the days, yo. Oh, you remember them back in the days with the cell phones and you had oh, that big yeah. battery you were carrying around? Oh, yeah, that the bag. big old leather yeah. pouch. And st- I, didn't, I couldn't afford that. Walking around with the thing. Miami Vice days and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The brick. That's what they call it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Chewy wouldn't know all this. He's, he's the youngest <laughs> one over here and stuff. Had a beeper. <laughs> Chewy probably don't even remember dial up. <laughs> Come on, dial up. Yeah, the internet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how to use it, man. You know how to use the dial up. Come on. It took about five minutes to get online. It's annoying. <laughs> you got mail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roy. So we're we're getting into this a little bit. So can you actually describe a little bit about the Hispanic Heritage Month? Yeah, Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, it's from September fifteenth through October fifteenth. Go figure. Hispanics will. Um, celebrate for the party, whole month. Party for the whole month. Yeah, party, party. Now we're going to party the whole month, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, it basically, it just celebrates the histories and contributions of American citizens whose ancestors from, you know, Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, Central and South America, and how it started. It started all the way back in 68, 1968, as a week um, under the Johnson administration. 
And then this uh, guy by the name of Reagan came along, and in 1988, um, you know, uh, expanded it to one month, and then actually became law. It's actually a law. It became law on um, August 17th of 1988. So, and it's it's pretty significant. I mean, it's the it, you know it, it celebrates the anniversaries of independence for a lot of uh, Latin American countries from Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala. Uh, Nicaragua, and in addition, you know, Mexico and, and Chile just celebrates the independence. You know, Mexico's independence was uh, on the 16th, and uh, Chile is on the 18th, respectfully. That's pretty much a Hispanic Heritage Month in a nutshell. Very diverse group. We actually just did a Fiesta Fort Wayne, didn't they? Yeah, at the, at the pavilion downtown. Yeah, see, everything was in the same day. So you had Fiesta Fort Wayne, then you had the Veterans Bike Run, and then you had a car show, too. So I didn't, I couldn't make it to Fiesta Fort Wayne, but from what I read, because a lot of it, a lot of stuff that Hispanics do here, it's not really ethnic driven, you know. But this Fiesta Fort Wayne, they had dancers, they had music from from different parts of Mexico, singers from everywhere, and and you celebrated the culture and you taught the culture, and to me, that's what part of Hispanic Heritage Month is, is to teach, you know, and to show other people so they could relate better and feel more comfortable around other people because i mean nowadays yeah. if you're different than somebody else it's a, it's a problem now you know right. but when you're teaching people what's really going on what you're about it's a lot better hey brian you want to talk about uh frida for all saturday september 17th 2022 frida for all will be from 10 a.m to 2 p.m at the allen county public library main branch uh, address is 900 Library Plaza, Fort Wayne, Indiana, 46802. This is also part of National Hispanic Heritage Month, a celebration of culture, women in the arts, and artists with disabilities. All abilities, community, collaborative painting, activity stations, Frida selfie station, traditional Mexican craft with storytelling, painting demonstrations by local Latina artists, 1 p.m. Frida look-alike competition with prizes. And that's everything I've got. So it should be a great event, and you know, I'm going to do my best to make sure I can make that one because I kind of regret not going to uh, Fiesta Fort Wayne. Yeah. So what else do we have, Brian? Uh, we also have um, September 23rd, we will have uh, country singer Scott Shelby with special guest uh, Riley Lynn at local 2209 Union Hall in Roanoke, Indiana. It is an all-ages show and starts at 5 p.m. Food and drinks will be available for purchase. Uh, September 17th at 11 a.m., there will be the uh, Hop Spot Car Show at Plex on 1807 East California Road here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, September 25th, Brothers Keepers Picnic at Memorial Park Pavilion, located at 2301 Maumee Avenue, Fort Wayne, Indiana. All right, make sure to show up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Also, Johnny Appleseed Festival. I just saw that one as well. We skipped over that one. Um, oh, that's we always we that's, went into the Frida for all. That's always a favorite. Yeah, Johnny Appleseed Festival, September seventeenth uh, and the eighteenth on Coliseum Boulevard, ten to six p.m. Um, Sunday, ten to five p.m. So again, thank you guys all for coming down. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your input and uh, letting everybody on our Trucked Up podcast know a little bit more about the Latino community here in Fort Wayne and what we do and and who we are. Yeah, if anybody wants to learn information on getting into LACLA, um, come see me. I'm in paint first shift, um, and or come see Rick. He's on first shift trim. Another event that's going on, uh, First Santana Rose. It's a little girl with cancer, um, Hispanic girl. 
with cancer. Um, I know the family's doing, uh, um, they're selling bracelets and t-shirts to help fund her journey. And uh, it's another thing we want to try to get involved with as well. Her father is a good friend of mine from years. We grew up together and, and I heard about this and it really touched home. So I want to try to do something too. I think they're going to do like an auction and uh, there's there's different links you can go to and, and, and help. So they're yeah. working on it then? Yeah, yeah. To um, get it set up? Yeah. I know like today they're doing uh, the the uh, tattoo shops, mm. doing uh, $60 tattoos and all the proceeds goes to the family. To help. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so that's yeah, really nice. that's the kind of stuff we're trying to get involved in with the art club and just in our community as well too. So, well, send us that information and we'll post it on our podcast site too. As okay, well. yeah, send me the link. I What's the know. tattoo shop we just went to? Well, who's he? Rico Delamenta. He's he's my homie. Yeah. He does a lot for the uh, Hispanic culture. His art is you can see it in his art. So that's pretty amazing. I was just informed that I didn't I didn't know his dad worked at GM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy, man. We've been friends for a while. All right, you guys. Thank you very much for listening to us. And um, Brian, you want to give us a plug over here? Yeah, I also want to thank uh, Nelson and Tara Rodriguez for uh, opening their home to everybody today. Do this podcast. Um, yeah. Really nice experience. Breakfast. Yeah, day. breakfast. The casserole was Amazing. awesome. Yeah. I didn't say a plug for me for the podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just telling you thank you. <laughs> Nah, guys, if you guys are listening to this podcast, uh, just make sure you're hitting that like button, that follow button, hit that bell. Uh, that way you get the reminders to uh, catch up on the newest podcast that get released every week. Again, hit that like button. Trucked Up Podcast. Stay tuned. Peace. Orale.